Oscar nominees came out yesterday. And one of the things that was kind of confusing is Tom Hanks. Not He was nominated, which he should be, for uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He was Fred Rogers, he, the biopic. But he wasn't nominated for lead actor. He was nominated for best supporting actor. Did I see that right? I guess you and I are at a disadvantage because we didn't see the movie. But I guess it doesn't seem right. I, I would assume he was the star of the movie, which would make him lead actor, not supporting. But maybe it's like it was told through the eyes of somebody else and Fred Rogers was just the, the, the character they were talking about. I don't know. Maybe. Is it... <laughs> Because this is what killed. So who's who's telling the story then? Like who's the who's the lead? There's always a lead. Is it Daniel uh, Tiger? Daniel Tiger? <laughs> no. Is it? <laughs> Does it Daniel Tyler? Daniel Tiger? Is it? Is this over my head or who is Daniel? Tiger? You don't know Daniel Tiger? You have no. You have a young son, and you know. Okay, Daniel Tiger is the son of Fred Rogers' main tiger, you know, the puppet in his world. Come on, Polly. Come on, get oh, with the land the of make believe. In the land, in the of, land make-believe. of make-believe. <laughs> Daniel Tiger's the. All right. Maybe he's telling the story from his. De- maybe it's a gritty detective story told by Trolley. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you get to get into the underworld of Fred Rogers and PBS <laughs> through the eyes of Trolley. <laughs> they always set me down that track. That they set me down the wrong side <laughs> of the track. <laughs> That's how I survived. I, did, I saw it was Tom Hanks' first Oscar nomination in uh, 19 years. Can you believe that? Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that, by the way. That's incredible. Next. I thought I thought he was like, uh, what's her face? Who gets nominated every single year? Who is it, Polly? Meryl Streep. I, he I, does I, seem like the male Meryl Streep. Yeah, right. but, but he's not. He doesn't get nominated every single year. Yesterday, we were telling you about this contestant on Canadian Family Feud. It was for the win. The whole game is down to this question, right? Paul. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken. Oh my god. Show me chicken. (laughs) Nope. Spinach, Jerry. Yes. Yep. Spinach, not chicken. They're not showing you chicken uh, because the answer is not chicken. I couldn't get over how bad that was because how? How do you get that wrong? It's obvious Popeye's favorite food is spinach. Well, Pat, it turns out she may have played all of us because. Popeye's Chicken announced yesterday that they were so thrilled with her answer that they were giving her a $10,000 gift card to Popeye's Fried Chicken Restaurant. So she wins after all. Wow. $10,000 in Popeye's Chicken. How quickly could we go through that? Out of curiosity. You and I take about two weeks. You and I. (laughs) Yesterday, we were telling you about this contestant on Canadian Family Feud. It was for the win the whole game is down to this question, right? Paul. Name Popeye's favorite food. Chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. Show me chicken. <laughs> nope. Spinach, Jerry. Yes. Yep. Spinach, they're, not chicken. They're not showing you chicken because uh, the answer is not chicken. I couldn't get over how bad that was because h- how? How do you get that wrong? It's obvious Popeye's favorite food is spinach. Well, Pat, it turns out she may have played all of us because Popeye's Chicken announced yesterday that they were so thrilled with her answer that they were giving her a $10,000 gift card to Popeye's Fried Chicken Restaurant. So she wins after all. Wow. $10,000 in Popeye's Chicken. How quickly could we go through that? Out of curiosity. You and I take about two weeks. You and I. <laughs> Tell me something good. I saw this video over the weekend on the Facebooks, and I really just had to get in our good stuff. Paul, you're originally from Ohio, correct? 
Correct. Do you know where Newberry is? I do. It is like southeast of Cleveland. Excellent. Okay, so a six-year-old boy from Newberry uh, has been battling leukemia since he was three years old. So three years he's been battling this terrible disease. Here's the thing. He beat it. He got to ring the bell for his last treatment. He is totally free and clear. And he got a standing ovation from his classmates as he returned to school. His name is John Oliver Zippe, who people call J.O. He had his final round of chemotherapy December 27th when he returned to St. Helen Catholic School. Newberry teachers and classmates, they lined the hallways and they applauded as he walked to his parents. Like he was walking out of a tunnel in like a the national championship football yeah. game or something. It was really cool. You can see the video on our blog, Pauline Pat blog. He had that look at his face, too. He's like, everyone's clapping, and this is awkward, but I'm also really <laughs> emotional and happy to be back here. But what's going on? Hi, Mommy. Give me a hug. It's absolutely adorable. Tell me something good. A South Carolina man who's paralyzed from the waist down broke a world record for running. You heard that correct. His name is Adam Gorlitsky. He broke the world record for the fastest time to finish a marathon in an exoskeleton suit. He completed the 2020 Charleston Marathon in 33 hours, 50 minutes, and 23 seconds. He started walking the 26.2 miles Thursday night, finished Saturday morning without taking a break to sleep. As you can imagine, he was beyond exhausted when he finished, says the energy from his support support group helped to keep him going. So just to get just to put that in perspective, this guy uh, is paralyzed and spent 33 hours, 50 minutes and 23 seconds moving. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do just spend that much time staying awake. Right. You know what, though? Everybody, you're right. It is hard to get to the gym and keep that resolution. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really hard. I mean, I, That's I know. A good one. I mean, I'm sure that it's super hard to spend 10 minutes walking on a treadmill. I mean, Adam doesn't have, you know, working legs and completed a marathon. But, you know, you're right. It's too tough for you. Preach, brother. Preach. But it is pretty tough. I mean, I get it. It's, it's hard. Pizza's good. While it is New Year's resolution season, it's dating season, it's, you know, get your life together season. It's also a very, very important thing. It is also Girl Scout cookie season. Yeah. To ruin all those resolutions you made in every good Pretty way. Pretty much. Right? Pretty much. My yeah. wife says to me last night, Paul, she says, hey, uh, find a Girl Scout and buy uh, Thin Mints from them. And she says, when I say buy Thin Mints from Girl Scouts, I, I don't mean buy a box <laughs> or two. I mean buy a ridiculous amount because I, your beautiful wife, and your beautiful unborn daughter who is growing right now inside my tummy would like Thin Mints. And when I say Thin Mints, I mean all the Thin Mints. I mean fill the freezer. A year supply. Maybe not enough of a supply. Buy a new freezer for the basement and just fill it with Buy a chest freezer and just put, just whatever you have to do, Pat, find a Girl Scout and buy Thin Mints ASAP. By the way, they have a new cookie called Lemon Ups. This is a crispy lemon cookie baked uh, with messages like, I am a go-getter, I am an innovator, things of that nature. Mm. Well, uh, people get rabid for these Girl Scout cookies. Your wife, me also, I do. Uh, My wife spotted a Girl Scout out of our front window going door to door on the opposite side of the street. And she said to me, don't, when she comes to our house, don't buy Girl Scout cookies. We don't need them in the house because we'll eat them. Okay. Okay. And I, and and I said, oh no, I go, no, 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 I'm (laughs) definitely buying Girl Scout cookies. How do you not buy Girl Scout cookies? Come on. Oh, you, you buy them. You buy them. So I keep my eye out the front window and I'm watching this girl and she's going door to door to door on the opposite side of the street. I'm assuming she's going to hit my side of the street after that. But instead, once she gets to the last house on the block she takes a left and disappears to the next block and at that point i realize she's not coming to my side of the street so i throw my shoes on and go <laughs> bursting out my front door little girl little girl and and 
and I realized, boy, that was boy, that was not a good look. That was awkward. <laughs> what? You don't no. you don't hunt down the Girl Scout. Although I kind of feel that way right now because I have no idea. I, I don't. Is anybody in our building even doing this? Does, yes, Dale down the hall. Dale oh, down okay. the hall. I, so maybe we mm-hmm. go see Dale down the hall because I don't. I I haven't been able to find a Girl Scout to buy cookies from. I know you can do it well, online. Let them know but... that you need a tractor trailer uh, <laughs> full of them. Batch last night, episode two of the new season with Peter Weber, the pilot. If you don't want spoilers, spoiler alert right now. There's a fight over champagne because apparently he and Hannah Ann, there's a Hannah B who was the bachelorette from last season. We know that. And there's a Hannah Ann who is in this show because apparently he likes Hannah's. Apparently he and P- uh, she and Peter drank Kelsey's champagne last night, Polly. And there was a big thing about that. Also, like a Hannah. You know why? Because a Hannah is a palindrome. A, a what now? Palindrome. A word spelled the same, frontwards ah, and backwards. I'm going to pretend like I knew that. We learned something <laughs> today. Uh, the big thing that happened last week was Hannah B. from The Bachelorette showed up, and they ended on a big cliffhanger, if you remember, where Peter was like, oh, I'm not over you, even though you totally messed me up last season and, and said you were going to go with me, and you ended up not. Uh, I, I'm really not over you, and I really want you to be part of this year's show and just stay. She's like, I don't know. Well, we pick it up from that point, and Hannah leaves. She, she's like, I don't know. She, she doesn't say that she doesn't want to do it, but she doesn't say she will. So, of course, we leave that on a cliffhanger for who knows when. And she goes away, and Peter collects himself sort of and goes back to, you know, the usual shenanigans. It's interesting, though, right? If, if, you're, if you've been in a relationship where you've been broken up with before— and he or she keeps popping back in. Like, that's the it's worst unhealthy. thing you can do to see, isn't it? Yeah. It's cruel of them, too. It's cruel because they're just, they, they like the attention. They don't want to see you move on. Sure, they broke up with you, but at the same time, they don't want to see you move on. So they just come back every once in a while just to give you a tiny little bit of hope. And that's a cruel thing to do to someone who's trying to get over you. Peter's the one that drives me nuts here. Not so much Hannah. Peter, make her go away. I don't care if you have feelings. She could have chosen you last season. And for everyone else there, if you've ever been broken up with someone and they keep popping up in your life, you can blame them, but blame yourself for letting them back in. Tell them to go away. Lose their number. Tatiana, you're on with us. I have a son with my ex, and I'm currently dating his ex-best friend. Oh, dear. And he just... he He won't let it go, so he's constantly trying to, like, get back with me and get back together and be a big happy family again. And we haven't been together for like three years. So he just, he's crazy. Question. How did you end up with his best friend? Okay. So at the time I was um, pregnant and he brought his best friend over to stay the weekend. It's like the first time I had met him or whatever. And at the time, I mean, he knew our relationship was coming to an end, so me and his best friend started flirting and everything, and we just, I don't know, um, he kind of fell off for a year, then he came back, and we just, I broke up with him and ended up with his best friend. <laughs> you didn't have an affair with him? Um, I mean, we ended up together, so I mean, if at the time if it was an affair, yes, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, did you actually... Do something with him while you were still with the boyfriend? I mean, he knew we were breaking up, so, but yes. Well, did your boyfriend know you were breaking up? Um, no. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Tatiana, that's awful. Honestly, he needs to stop going back to you because you're the problem. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) 
Tatiana, yes. you're the, you broke his heart. Why, why does he keep coming back to you? You cheated on him, and you have a baby together. Come on, man. You should have your own reality show based on your story. Oh, that's a good idea. We can produce it, and we can all make a lot of money. How does that sound? Love it. Pat, our lives are full of stress, whether we like it or not. A new survey has found the most stressful things in our lives. Hmm. Do you want to take any guesses off the top of your head? I mean, there's obvious, right? Love, money, those kind of things, but you want to take any guesses? Going to work. Is yeah, it, yeah. Is that one? Sure. Uh, I think that's probably wrapped up in money, right? I mean, the yeah. number one thing is something that you're about to start hearing a lot about. Okay. That's your hint. Taxes. Oh, yeah. 73% of people say that is a top cause of stress in their life. I'm not going to lie. At one time in my life, I loved tax season. Meant an extra check. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore <laughs> for much the, for you, right? No. Uh, I, Not anymore. I, I will tell you, you can obviously do your own taxes and you can do them for free and good. Having someone do it, though, is a bit relieving. Yes, you pay them a decent amount of money if you go to a really good place or, or whatever, but it is relieving to have someone else just get that off your plate for you, I have to say. Uh, number two on the list of most stressful things, going to the doctor. Why is that so stressful to people? I just think people are always worried they're going to get bad news. You're always having the back of your head... Because don't we? Here's what we all have. I think at least, or tell me if I'm alone. Don't we all have something that hurts? Oh sure, <laughs> like something, something that hurts, and you're always afraid that they're gonna just like feel it and go like, oh boy, that's not good. And then you know your whole world changes. But the, we all have that fear in the back of our minds. But the problem is, every doctor will tell you if you don't tell them what you're worried about and you don't tell them what you're feeling, they can't fix it or diagnose right. it. Or and if it if you have something, really do. And you don't say anything, that's when it gets bad by not saying something. So I, I understand it might be stressful, but talk to your doctor, please.